0: answer that question. It's not my job to answer that question. God forbid we try to answer only the question that God can answer. God is our answer. Whenever you feel hopeless, whenever you feel like this is impossible, Here's another question. God, why did you not answer the prayer? He did answer. and His perfect will was done. So the question is, where is God in tragedy? Where is God in these moments? He's in the same place. He was just before it happened. He's in the same place he was many years ago. He's in the same place right now, even after it happened. He's in the same place. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. We change. Our situation changes. But God remains the same. What do you say to a family that's going through tragedy? Most of the time you really can say nothing. Most of the time you gotta just be there, just love, pray. Sometimes as Christians, we do more damage by trying to make them understand or make it okay. I wanna encourage you, never feel like you have to give some type of equation or an answer God is our answer. We always point people to the Lord. And the best story that I can think of in the Bible is the story of Jesus when he's with his disciples and gave them a simple assignment to cross over the Sea of Galilee, which they were very familiar with. And they followed Jesus and they listened to his word. Can I say that even when we follow Jesus, every word and he's with us in our boat, it does not make me exempt from a storm. It doesn't stop a storm. But what it does, it gives me the presence of God in my storm. My wife says this often about going through life. We have to go through life, no matter what. So if we are in this journey of life, let us go through it with God. How can you sing songs about trusting God and so forth like like that? It's learning how to trust God on the other side of the storm, learning how to trust God before the storm, during the storm, after the storm, learning how to trust God during it all. Because the disciples knew the character of Jesus. They saw him in different moments of his life, but they chose to get in the boat and just follow the assignment that they told him to do. It was very simple. Many of you know the story. The Bible said a storm came out of nowhere, unexpectedly. The Sea of Galilee is a very different body of water unexpected storms happen just like that out of nowhere beautiful sky all of a sudden storm happens isn't that what happens sometimes or even right now out of nowhere a storm comes out of nowhere tragedy strikes out of nowhere this storm came Keep in mind, these were trained fishermen raised on the Sea of Galilee, lived in Capernaum, lived all around the skirts of Galilee. They knew what the sea was. They were familiar with it. They knew that things happen like this that are out of their control. Can I say that the devil is not always a part of things. Sometimes sometimes it's God's plans. You see, storms happen. Uh, Sometimes storms just happen. Sometimes it's not because of disobedience. Sometimes it's not because of the devil. Sometimes just life happens. And in that moment we got to trust that God's plans are perfect. And here they were, they got scared. They felt like death was their only option. They felt like this was there's no way of getting out of this. There's no way to get beyond this. How are we going to get to the other side? Jesus, all we were doing was following your direction. All we were doing was you you told us what to do and we're following you and because now I'm following you now I'm in the middle of a storm people say before, you know, things were going much better even before I start serving the Lord. I made more money, had more friends, and the devil would want to mask that and make you think that everything was better before you start serving the Lord. It's a lie. It's right, Adam. I didn't experience that, you know, before when we lived in the world and life happened, it, things happened, it was called life. Things happen. Now when we serve the Lord, now all of a sudden they turn into trials or they turn into the devil. But tragedy strikes at unexpected moments. Where is God when tragedy strikes? Where is God when storms happen? Where is he? And I'm sure many of you in this room, not even just right now, but somewhere in your life, you've asked that question. Somewhere in your life, you said, God, where are you? How could something like this happen? How could you allow some, God, if you're so good, why did this bad thing happen? It reminds me of when Gideon was hiding and Gideon, there was a man named Gideon in Judges, he was hiding and says, God, if you're so good, why are all these bad things happening? I remember my father, I remember dad would ask that question. My dad asked that, he, says, he said, son, I don't understand why, if God is so good, why does he allow these bad things to happen? The Bible says in Psalms, it says there are days written already. There's a book of days. It says our days, there's a book of days and our days are written in this book. God, why does these things happen? Again, I'm not attempting to answer that question. But I want to tell you that God is with us in the middle of these moments. God said, I'm going to be with you. You see, that's what we have to know, is that God is with us. That's why Jesus was given the name Emmanuel. So that way, we would know here on the earth that he is God with us. That even though we feel separated from him, or we feel away from God, we're like, God, where are you moments? God is the God. He is Emmanuel. He is close to the brokenhearted, psalm says. They run over to Jesus and to their amazement, they find him asleep and they shook him and they said the words that many of us say today, God, do you even care that we are going to perish in this moment? God, where are you? God, why are you allowing this to happen? They came to Jesus and woke him up. They said, don't you even care? How often do we feel the same way? God, do you even care? God, do you even understand what we're going through? Do you even care about what we're going through? Peace is not the absence of a storm. I want to say that again. Peace... It's not the absence of the storm. Peace is the presence of God in the middle of our storm. Peace is the presence of God in the middle of our storm. They walked, they talked with Jesus every day. They saw his supernatural miracles. And yet they they were shook by this storm. Can I say this? It's okay to be human. It's okay to be. It's okay to to be shook by something. But it's not okay to stay there. Don't stay there. Don't stay in that place. That's where the enemy has open access, and will try to get into your mind and try to get you away from the Lord. They came to him and said, "Do, do you not care?" They had the presence of God in the middle of of a storm, but yet because of the storm, it made him feel alone. It made him feel hopeless. It made him feel like we're not going to make it. It made him feel like the family is going to fall apart. It made him feel like we're going to go bankrupt. It makes us feel like uh, there's no returning back from this moment. There's no recovery in my home. There's no, not going to be no recovery from this moment. I'm never going to have my right mind again. I'm never going to be able to stand again. I'm not going to be able to serve again. And these are things that, that co- start coming to our mind when we're in the middle of a tragic moment. In the middle of tragedy, two things happen. We either run to God or we run away from God. I remember in 2001, September 11th, the following Sunday after the Twin Towers were hit, i never forget it, the church never seen so many people, the Church of America I'm talking about. In our, in our church in Odenton, we was right there by the army base, so it was, it was flooded with people, people wearing American flags the church flag, everything. They was going after Jesus. Thank God that a nation, the Bible says, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord's. Blessed is the family whose God is the Lord's. And they came out, they went after God. In the middle of tragedy, we either run to God or they run away from God. In the middle of the storm, the disciples ran to Jesus. But notice they ran to him without faith. Please don't beat yourself up if you're struggling in faith right now. The disciples, they had Jesus front and they ran to Jesus without they ran to Jesus and they're like, "Do you not care?" They didn't run to him with complete faith saying, "Jesus, I know you can make this work. I know you can straighten this out. I know you can stop the waves. I know you can stop the wind. Wa- Is it can you do that for us, please? While we're traveling?" They came to him with fear. They came to him with scared. And it came to him not knowing what was going to happen. Can I say this? And I was talking with somebody the other day about this. Listen very closely to this next statement. Don't always think you got to have your act together to come to God. Just because you can't... You, listen to this, please. Hear me out. Don't make the devil make you think that just because you can't give it all to God right now that you can't give something. Did you hear what I'm saying? I want to go that a little bit further. Because a lot of times we don't want to come to God because we think we got to give him everything in that moment. God's not asking for everything at that moment, God's asking for something. And when you give God something, he can do a whole lot with something. He can't do nothing with nothing. Are you here? Do you hear what I'm saying to you? Give God something. I'm not saying you stay there because then, then discipleship happens. Then we grow in the Lord. And then God begins to clean us up. Then God begins to, then sanctification comes. Then holiness comes. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Because a lot of times, we, God, I can't come to you right now. I'm too dirty. I'm a mess. That's what God is
1: looking for.
0: When a person goes into an emergency room and they might be bleeding to death people don't get offended because they bleed on the floor they're hurt, they need help that's the way I look at the body of Christ, that God wants to help rescue people that are hurting, rescue people that are bleeding going through life, going through tragedies but they just don't let them bleed out, they help them they get them help Don't think that you got to have your act together to come to God. Give God something. He can do a whole lot with something. Don't think you got to give him everything in that moment. There will come a time where it's about taking up your cross and following me. There will be a time where we grow. And yes, that needs to happen. There is a time where Jesus, there will be decision making where it comes down to following and giving your life completely over to the Lord. Yes, that will happen. So please understand what I'm saying to you. They came to Jesus. They shook him. Wake up! Please save us. Jesus stood up, and what did he say? You of great faith? No. You of little faith. Why did you ever doubt me? They they had some faith. They had a little bit. He didn't say you have no faith. He said you have little faith. Why did you ever doubt me? This is revelation this morning. I hope you're hearing this. I hope this is ministering to you. Because of the storm, they couldn't see Jesus right there with them. Whatever. Right now, don't allow the enemy to not let you see Jesus in the middle of this moment. Don't allow the enemy to make you think that God is not in the middle of this moment. God is all in the middle of this. Jesus is here. He's all in the middle of your family. He's all in the middle of your moment right now. He's in the middle of your storm. Please don't think that the Lord has left you. He's in your boat. Make sure to have Jesus in your boat. Have the Lord with you as you're going through life. As you're going, Don't do life without God. Do life with God. And he stood up on top and he went to the edge of the boat and he said, Peace be still. The disciples said to one another, they marveled. Who is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? Who is this king of glory? Who is this man that can stand and rebuke the winds and the waves? Who is this man that can speak to my storm? It's Jesus. The answer to your problem, the answer to everything is God. What you're going through is a spiritual thing. What you're going through right
1: now is something that you need God. There is no medicine. There's no medication. There's no therapy. There's no drug. There's no prescription that can help you. Only God can help you in this moment. There's no money. There's no business. There's nothing outside of God. God forgive us for ever putting our trust in money or in man or in business or equipment or things. God that we would put our trust in you. I hope you hear what I'm saying today because God is the only answer to life. There's no program. There's no there's no five steps and I thank God for these things. But we need God. If it's not full of the Spirit, it's empty, it's going to be temporary. Because determination will only last for so long. A strong will will only last for just, it's only temporary. We need God in the middle of every storm, in the middle of everything.
0: To peace be still and instantly the storm stopped thank God that sometimes he stops the storm, he does but it doesn't always happen that way because sometimes he's got to calm me down sometimes he just got to help me through it because he doesn't always change the situation Sometimes he helps me see what he sees. Sometimes he helps me
1: through it and say, okay, God, I'm going to have to go through it. Maybe it won't change. But God, I'm going to trust you that you got a plan and that you've got a purpose
0: for this moment. So I'm going to trust you. In the same way when when Elisha, when he, when, when Elijah, or Elisha had the, uh, the enemy come in in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night.
1: His servant went out the next morning and he saw the enemy. And he runs back in and he says, Master, we're surrounded. How are we going to get through this? This is impossible. The enemy has us completely surrounded. How am I going to get out of this moment?
0: Elisha, instead of praying against the situation. Instead of rebuking the enemy. Instead of asking God to give them freedom. He said, God, open his eyes
1: that he may see. And instantly God opened his eyes and he was able to see that there was an army of angels all around the enemy. You see, what we got to know is that there is a
0: heavenly host of angels around us. That God is with you. That no matter when we feel surrounded, if you can see through different lenses, lenses of faith, and believe that God is with you. You'll see that the angel of the Lord encamps around all those who fear him. That the angel of the Lord is all around those who love him and fear him. And so when we devote our life to the Lord, we say, God, I need you, God, in my life. I can't do this without you. I need you in my marriage. I need you in my children's life. God, that you would serve them and you would save them. Let me say to this to all of our parents in here who have young ones. Your best prayer, you can pray over your babies. God
1: keep them in your perfect will. God keep them in your perfect will. Whatever that looks like, God, keep them in your perfect will.
0: God, that they would serve you and they would keep
1: you in the center of their life. That's the prayer.
0: Jesus this morning God wants to minister to you God wants to touch your life God is your fourth man in the fire, Jesus is the fourth man in your fire, Jesus is in your boat, he is the presence of God in your storm he is with you, he is Emmanuel so right now what I want to do I want to pray for you personally first. Because outside of what's going on even right now, there are personal storms that is going on inside of families' homes right now. It might be with your your children, your home. I don't know what's going on right now, but there's... And maybe it is you're grieving about this moment. Maybe you're in a where-are-you-God moment. And if you're in a moment like that, it's okay. If you're a leader, if you've been a Christian for 30 years, I don't care where you're at with the Lord. I want us to stand for a minute all over this place, all of us in this room. Thank you, Jesus. If you're going through a personal storm right now, And you need the hand of God on your life. Maybe you're grieving. I don't know what you're going through right now. I want you to please run down to this altar for a moment. Please, I want to pray for you. Get down here right away while the Spirit of God is moving. I'm telling you, I've never felt the presence of God in this place like I do right now. If you need healing in your mind, you need healing in your marriage. Luke, we can go ahead and stop the recording. Thank you. You need healing in your mind, healing right now. I believe the Lord is going to touch you supernaturally right now. In the name of Jesus, please close your eyes.